Hello, hi, and welcome. You tuned into Chess Alive. I'm your host, Joy Mpande. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, today, I have a pioneer joining me in the studio. She's a multi-award-winning transgender activist, a media personality, fashion entrepreneur. Now, in case that doesn't ring a bell, <laughs> I'm talking about Yaya Mavundla. Yes, Umzanzi Celeville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, 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 hello. Long time coming. <laughs> yes, yes. Listen, we have so much to unpack. Uh, but obviously, as all things go, we have to start from the beginning of things, just from mm. the beginning, um, before uh, we go into everything else. So I want us to unpack you being a transgender activist first, because I think, mm. you know, you're quite, um, you know, your voice is definitely heard within that space of things. You're very active. Um, but I want us to start from the beginning as to when you began that journey mm. uh, of, of becoming a transgender when you and, and getting into also when you stepped into womanhood. Mm. Besides the fact that I'm super, super excited to be here, like, I mean, we've been trying to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with me, really, um, it's so funny because I wouldn't necessarily say I had a plan of being a trans activist. Mm-hmm. It's just like naturally just happened. Mm. You know, it's just happened. I was living my life and I didn't notice that me living my life authentically so with no fear and just, you know, doing me had an impact in society and, you know, it was inspiring to other people. And I saw that, oh my gosh, actually there are many other trans people that then come and and say we are inspired by you just living your truth, mm-hmm. even heterosexual people. Mm. And then I remember this one time, I, I, I think I got nominated for a feather. Mm. At, back in my mind, I hadn't known that's what this me living my life is, you know, is... is, is um, What's this? It's, it's activism. Mm, mm. But then I realized because I really, I know that, you know, human nature, there are always politics. Mm, anyway, mm. there are politics. And then I realized that I think my activism needs to speak to visibility. Mm, mm. This is why I believe that I'm a transgender a, 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 a activism, but a, a activist, but visibility. Mm. So I, I, I make sure for, for, for my, my, my journey is really to make sure that, you know, trans people are visible. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think it has worked so well for me because then I don't then tap into a space where or of things that I don't know, because mm. I mean, there are many other things that I don't know. Mm that I'm still learning myself mm. and, and I'm happy that, you know, I'm learning according to my own terms also. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your journey has uh, been, you know, quite an inspiration. And I like the fact that, you know, um, you know, people obviously can learn from it. I mean, the little boy who's probably even listening to this podcast. Mm. Um, but as I said, yes, before the recognition came, before social media was even there, you were going through this whole journey. So I want you to tell me when it be- when it began, when you even first realized that, no, man, I'm a woman and, and this is, you know, the journey that I'm going to embark on. Hmm. I remember 
So prior mo- me moving to Johannesburg, I worked for an LGBTI organization, Deben Lesbian and Gay Center, where I was a youth leader. Mm. And I, I knew less about transgender people, if at all, mm. actually. Mm. Until I moved to Johannesburg. Then in 2013, I lived with uh, Professor Cezanne Lemo, who was a, a, a dear friend of mine and I work with. Mm. And that's when I actually realized, you know, because then more education about, you know, uh, tea mm. came about. Mm. Then I understood, actually, no, 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 I'm not actually a gay man. You mm. know? And, 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 and it just felt so right. Yeah. And, you know, the person that I've always, you know, wanted to be or the person that I've always been mm. without putting it into words. Mm. 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 Um, Caitlin Jenner speaks about how even before meet, meeting Chris Jenner, before even getting married when she was young, um, she used to, you know, dress dress up, you know, behind closed doors, not really understanding what um, she was going through. Did you also have such an experience or anything similar? It's so funny. I think this is like... It's, it's always my go-to reference because I remember very well when I was young, I used to make a skirt out, out, of, out of a plastic rice bag. Oh, hectic. So I would make a skirt and a yeah. crop top and yeah. it's like my fondest fashion memory. Mm. And I'm like, actually, but also I think, you know, the mere fact that I was never really a child that's lived according to how society wanted us to do things. Mm. You know, they say, if you identify as a boy, these are some of the things that you need to do at home. I never did all those things. In actual fact, I would play with girls. I would go to the river and fetch water. I would, you know, do washing at home, mm. cook and clean and do all the other things that other girls did, mm. you know. Mm. So I think also even at home, this is why they've never really had an issue because I think they knew from a very young age that this is who Yaya has, has been. Mm. Breaking it down to your family, when did you even say, okay, guys, this is actually who I really am um, and this is this is the journey that I'm about to embark on? Obviously, as you mentioned, you didn't know that, they, you know, that the T in LGBTQ mm. so forth existed. So this is also the thing about me uh, growing uh, up. Mm. Um, I think having been myself, not even knowing that, you know, it was the kind of message that I was sending to mm. my family. Mm. Because remember, I grew up from a very, very deep rural area mm. like of KwaZulu Natal, where mm. really we don't know anything. Yeah. Like we didn't have TV, <laughs> I mean, radio, we only listened to Ukozi, yeah. FM, breakfast show, drive only, mm. you know. So I think when I, I, when I started transitioning, I really pitched up at home as myself. Mm. I never really sat down anyone to say, listen, this is who am I? Mm. This is what I'm about. Mm. And I think also what had made it easier, it's so funny that, you know, before I even like became to be on television, when I lived in Durban, I'd find myself in the paper. I don't know how. Hectic. Uh, this one time I was, I did a fashion show. Mm. I don't know why. I got to be featured in the paper, but my picture was there. Mm. And my grandmother saw my picture of me in a dress. Mm. Uh, again, um, there was a debut in July. And I don't know how did this came about. But, you know, hanging around wrong friends. Mm. I think that, that was the reason. Then I was accused of dating this DJ. And it was on the press. Okay. And my family then is like, what is this about? Mm. Are you? I'm like, but I'm not. Mm. And you know, it's even today when we when we meet with this DJ, it still creates that awkwardness to say because he thinks also 
back in his mind, mm. I entertained it. Whereas, mm. I, you know, in my response, I may, I was like clear that, you know what, when I met the person and we mm. took a picture, we ended up having a conversation together. Mm. It was clearly based on a fan celebrity basis. Yeah. I was a fan. He was a celebrity. Yeah. So, of course, how we then end up having to interact and maybe how we seemed intimate was really, really not because there was something there. Mm. And, we, you know, when you do something out of innocence, it was mm. really out of innocence. Mm, mm. Mm. And we're not dropping any names. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no names. <laughs> not yeah. as yet. Yeah. Maybe just, you know, off, off, off the record, you know, after this, after we used to chop these mics. Um, I really like, I really like your story more, especially because you didn't necessarily have to sit your family down. Mm. Um so if you were to even even advise just a, a a young boy out there who knows deep inside themselves that you know what I'm actually a woman and does not even know how to how to you know break break the news to mm. to 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 his family or her family obviously because yeah. we're talking about how it's going to come it's out gonna, and, I, it's going to play and, out yeah, exactly yeah eventually so how would you even advise somebody who has to deal with that even though you didn't have to I'm sure now you're obviously more learned within that space I think for me, I'm not sure about advising the child. Mm. I'd rather actually, ad I think we need to educate or advise families instead than mm. speaking to the young kids to say, mm. how do you deal with? Mm. Because really, um, for me, the mere fact that they have to take that step to speak to somebody because then there's an issue. Mm. If there was no issue to begin with, there wouldn't have been a need. Mm. So I think we need to sensitize family to say, listen, um, should it happen that you come across this uh, time where your child is uh, seem different mm. to other kids that, because society says they are different, mm. this is how you should handle things mm. should you suspect that your child uh there is a behavior that you are assuming displaying, that you know yeah. you're displaying mm. this is how you should approach it because i think should our if if our parents were the ones that really comes forward and say my child i actually realize that your behavior is not like the other boy from next door mm. you know how do you feel who who are you? Who mm. who who do who is your reference? You mm. know, I think if, if if families were to actually be the one to lead those th those conversations, mm. it would make life very very much easier. Yes. But should it happen that then you as a child you find yourself in a society or at home where really you you hear or see a homophobic remarks, transphobic remarks going around before you even like come out to them. I, you know, I think that find ways of how you can educate your families from a distance, mm. you know, mm. have conversations that really brings in that, uh, that chapter mm. of your life that you, that you are about to come about, mm. you know, to, to start like warming them up should then you uh, disclose to them, mm. you know, it, it's already something that is not a shock. Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes, you know what, we find that families react like how they do because they were never actually even prepared. Yeah, Some yeah. families, you find that they didn't even assume that, you know, this is the person that you are. Mm. Maybe sometimes, even if they did have an idea, uh, how you approach it, mm. where you approach it, mm. I think also, you know, the time frame plays a huge difference because mm. I always say, I wonder if 
um, I'd never moved to the city. Mm. I stayed at home, unemployed, and displayed who Yaya is now. Mm. My family would have been how they are to me. Because mm. I think we're not going to shy away that sometimes, you know, it's our families respect us because of who we are, mm. of uh, where we are in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's something that is like, even besides, even if you take out sexuality and gender, mm. at home, the person that is a breadwinner and mm. the one that sits at home doesn't work are treated totally different all mm. the time. Mm. You know, it, it, it's something that is not even, you know, a secret. Mm. So can you now imagine you being unemployed, queer? Of course, they're going to find that that they have power to say whatever that they want to say yeah. to you. It's yeah. so unfortunate, which is something I think they should be changing. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I feel like in 2022, obviously these are not, you know, uh, issues that really we should be seeing happening, but they're still happening. Absolutely. And regardless of how evident uh, the change has been within society today, uh, we still see issues. I, f- I feel like actually the issues that actually don't make the timeline that are not really spoken <sighs> that about. That is so true. Are there challenges that you still have to, you know, deal with in, in, in today's society, regardless of, you know, the, like, tons of information that's already mm. out there? Of course. I mean, mm. a lot. Mm. You know, I recently, uh, I, I traveled, and when I was in, so I was supposed to go to, uh, um, to Boston, to Boston at mm. the uh, at Harvard, I was supposed to go speak. Uh, I was invited there, mm. and so when I got to the airport from Germany, I was going to travel uh, 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 in transit via um, o- Oslo. Mm. I wasn't allowed to travel to New York, hmm. so I was going to travel first to New York, then then Boston. I wasn't mm. tra- I wasn't allowed. The airline refused me. Jeez. Entry. They said first they were confused by um by my documents. Mm. But I'm like, uh, what is confusing you? Because I have two passports here, mm. which they all have the the details that you need, mm. and I have my letter from home affairs and everything else. Mm. Mm. And then, of course, then out of frustration, you know, I lashed out because mm. I didn't understand what was this about. I mean, mm. everything was here. Mm. And then they made up stories, a lot of stories, a lot of stories were adding up. Mm. And until then, I, I brought proof that, you know, the people that they said refused me entry mm. weren't the ones. Because mm. then those people have, have, have distanced themselves. Mm. I, luckily, I had a friend, I have a friend that works at the airport in, in New York, which then checked this information if it was really true. Nice. So only find that it was actually the airline that had, a pro, a, 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 had an issue with me. Mm. Then when I came back again, the following day, they said the problem they had an issue with my behavior. I so I'm like asking, what kind of behavior are you are, are we talking about here? Mm. So I think these are some of the things, you know, people will display transphobia mm. and and try and find ways of how they can oppress you. Or even just you ostracize know? you, yeah. Do, do you understand? And mm. it happens a lot. I mean, even mm. in the space that we are in, mm. I find this one day I was at an event and mm. uh, somebody who... It's somebody's boyfriend who's dating a well-known singer, mm. and we introduce each we introduce each other, and he then says, uh, "Oh, I introduce myself to him." He's mm. like, "Oh no, no, no I know you. Uh, my girlfriend uh, 
told me about you. You are trans, right? Mm. I'm like, um, yes. Mm. Then when we are sitting with a friend, we're now having a conversation of how did then my conversation him introducing me as trans. As trans. Yeah. What was there? That's about you yeah. understand, which yeah. means there's actually more conversation that was mm. actually happening behind mm. me being there. Mm. So it's some of these things you walk into a space already people label you mm. to say, oh no, so and so she's trans, mm. so and so is gay. Mm. And then there's that conversation between the two to say, no, no, Namanga, she's not gay. No, she is. I mm. know her. Oh, you know, it, it, yeah. it's, it's just so unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, you've, you've had a whole reality show where you've been documenting your journey as well. Mm. Tell me about the importance of even having to change your your ID gender from male to female and just that what it even meant to you to actually finally get that even approved? Who I only say being a public figure plays a huge role. Mm. Because had I not been, I think I would have still been waiting even today. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of people that always come through to me and say, uh, we're still waiting two years later. Wow. You know? I think with me uh, even when you saw on the episode where I went to home affairs with cameras, I had to harass them. Mm. And I told them that should I not get permission to come shoot at home affairs, unfortunately, I will still speak about it, mm. you know, o- 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 on my show that, you know, I was refused. Mm. And I think, you know, having done that, they, there was that panic with mm. them because, of course, I mean, they don't want that, you know, publicity. Yeah. And it, it's... Of course, it was, you know, I was in disbelief when I received the message yeah. saying it has finally, you know, been resolved. Mm. And I was just like, I can just only wonder any other trans person who actually doesn't even know that they actually have that right to do that. Mm. But also who don't know where to, how to go about. Because yeah. I remember even when I was actually doing the application, one of the things that I challenged with the home affairs was they needed my parents' uh, details, which I didn't have, unfortunately, mm. you know. Mm. So I'm like to them, are we then saying trans people that don't have parents mm. can't uh, get their uh, gender markers correct. Mm. Is that what I was saying? Because mm. then if that's the case, then which means that law doesn't exist, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, obviously challenging the status quo, you've you've actually witnessed the whole <laughs> evolution of, of what the, of the changes that the, uh, the, the you know, mm. trans community have 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 dealt with. I mm. mean, the fact that you're even working with big brands today, I'm sure somebody's <laughs> looking back on some that would have never this happened have in never 2000. Ha- right? Yes. Mm. So, um, let's talk about. I mean, being a public figure, yes. Um, you know, you you obviously have to. You know, you you speak up uh, mm. when it comes to such things, and obviously that's how you're able to work with these brands. But mm. what do you think makes uh big brands like you know the people that you've worked with? Uh, want to affiliate themselves with your voice, with your cause, with your journey? I think for me, it was my authenticity mm. that I didn't really try to live according to what the book says. Mm. You know, uh, there are, like I said, there are many things that I don't know about uh, transitioning because mm. I chose not to say because that book says we must do one, two, three and four. I'm going to subscribe to that. Mm. I don't subscribe to that. I live my life according to myself. I've created my own journey. I wanted to create my own journey. Mm. And, but also I think, you know, um, there is the reason why I'm in a space that I'm in, Mm. you know, Mm. and because of that reason, Mm. the world sees, you know, okay, this is what she's about. Mm. Um, 
whatever that I, I, I wake up and do in the morning, wake up and dream to do and, and aspire to do, when I sell it to somebody else, they see that, you know, I'm, I'm not selling it because I just want to tick a box, it's because mm. of my passion. Mm. And most of the things come from my, my experience to say, I've been there. Mm. This is how I want the change to be. Mm. And, you know, I, I've been looking at the brands that I work with now and I'm like, I'm actually so happy that the brands that I work with are brands that that really speaks to what I believe in. Mm. You know, um, like recently there was one that I like really, really, I was really crossing fingers to work with, which ended up not happening. But I think what would have um, linked me is because my family adores the product. Mm. You know, it, it, it adores the brand that much, yeah. you know, it's it, and... But also at the same time, when, when, when it was let go, I was telling a friend, it's, you know, I'm actually so happy that I didn't disclose that a, this is a, a, a product that is my father is so fond of, which mm. I've recently just made a huge um, relationship connected with. Yeah. Because I think they would have taken advantage of that mm. and, and worked with me based on that fact. Mm. Whereas then for me, it needs to be, of course, about what I believe in. Mm. And then I bring in the people around me. Mm, mm. Mm. I, I don't want to skip over this because you <laughs> threw me the bone. Tell me about um, the reconnecting with, with your father, when mm. that even took place and, you know, how that even came about. Yeah, I think my father and I have, even though we've never really uh, had a fallout, but mm. we just never really, we were never friends, we were never close. Mm. You know, there was... There was never a point where I'd pick up a phone and call and say, how are you? Mm. Until I started shooting uh, Becoming, then I think there was just that something that that came to me that just wanted us to be closer, mm. you know, us mm. to, to forgive whatever that might have happened. Mm. And, you know, I remember thinking, maybe one of the reasons why we didn't have that because maybe there is guilt from mm. him mm. to say, you don't have a mom today because of me. Mm. Uh, maybe also with me from my end, mm. uh, there was that uh, anger to say, dude, the reason why I don't have a relationship with my mom is because of you. Yeah. But I think, you know what, when I came into a space where I wanted to give, forgive the world, mm. you know, forgive everybody, forgive myself mm. and, and, and whatever, you know, even though I, I was never angry with my mom, mm. but I forgave whatever that might have been in my mind that might have caused how I felt, not mm. knowing that this is how I feel. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, you feel, a, you feel a certain way, not really knowing that this is how I feel about a, a person, mm. you know. Mm. And maybe at some point there was a point where I was angry with my dad mm. and I wasn't really, you know, which was the reason why I didn't really find a need that I need to be excited that I have a dad. Yeah. So I think now, you know, uh, recently we had a, um, a cleansing ceremony at home mm. and the bond that we had, mm. you know, there's a video that I even took because we were, we, we, we were like the, the last three that mm. said myself, him and, and my younger brother mm. that said and until like two o'clock in mm. the morning mm. and, uh, you know, chilling in the fire. And it was just so nice. I'm yeah. just like, oh, wow. This is really, really, really so beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Did he have anything to say about I mean obviously you never had a connection before, but now mm. you have a connection. Has he spoken anything about um your you being trans? Has he had like anything to say about that? Or it has never a conversation? He, he hasn't. Um 
I always monitor how he 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 reacts when my younger uh, my cousins, my younger brother say sis to mm. me. Sis yeah. yaya. You yeah, know, they nice. they like saying sis yaya. Mm. And I, I, I and I don't know if maybe it's my expectation that I would expect that it would be shocked. But mm. it's just chilled about it. Nice. But the funny thing he still says yeah to me. Mm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, dude, are you really going to like do that? Do that, yeah. But also I think he's an adult, an elder, an, an, elderly, an elderly person. Yeah. <laughs> my English is gone. So <laughs> I think maybe he feels the need that I need to sit him down mm. and, and say, listen, dad, this is where we are mm. but unfortunately i don't think i'm gonna do that mm. he's going to find ways of learning yes you know yes uh, because i'm presenting myself not as a boy at home mm. so also but maybe I, I i always say maybe to him the name isn't really a bigger issue mm -hmm. you know because mm -hmm. I, I think even my grandmother now surprisingly you know she's as much as Everybody else, even my other grandmothers and everyone else calls me Yaya. Mm. It was my dad and my grandmother that mm. you'd say, yeah, but my grandmother has now since stopped. She nice. says, you know, so maybe it's going to take time for him. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm giving him like that space and that respect. Even uh, I think what I like is that he respects me. Yeah. You know, he hasn't harassed me. He hasn't mm. showed any form of aggressiveness mm. or discrimination and I, and I and I respect that. I love that. Mm. I love the fact that your story begins with you saying that you just live in your truth. You never mm. had to sit anybody down and everybody just adjusted and I think that's quite a progressive way of doing things because it's not like anybody when I walk into any yeah. any space everybody's like are you a girl? Like I don't even have to you know. Absolutely. Like nobody ha that I, that even shouldn't be a conversation so I Absolutely. actually love that for you. Um, coming back to that story that uh you know, you wearing a, a plastic skirt, <laughs> you know, with the rice packet. Mm. I wish we had cameras in here because obviously you look good. Yeah. I even said like from the beginning when I saw you, I'm like, do you ever look bad? Like, geez, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, I need to, I, I need to come range your closet. Um, fashion, you're mm. a fashion entrepreneur. Mm. Let's get into that. And the fact that it's even a 360 moment for mm. you, you know, from the rice packet to having a whole <laughs> right? fashion line. Tell me about it and how, how that actually came about. I think, you know, um, I've always loved fashion mm. uh, from a very, like, ages ago. Mm. I remember when I won um, Fashion Muse of the Year at the South African Fashion Industry Awards. Um, when I think I spoke to your um, a, a sister publication mm. about my journey with fashion. Mm. And I unpacked the same story about the plastic rice bag yeah. and organizing my own fashion shows back in Deben, working with fashion designers. I mean, I, I was a publicist to many fashion designers for like a long time. Mm. And I, for some reason, I found myself in the know of mm. things that I didn't even like, you know learn mm. but also also at the same time when i would go to an event i get there people are just like oh my gosh you look amazing what and i'm thinking mm, really i do yeah okay thank you mm. and then uh, i remember i went to world pride in new york i was never meant to be in that float so if if anyone had been to world pride they would know how difficult it is to get into a float yeah because i mean there is security all over they are like barricades like it's just difficult and uh, 
they just like called me in to get in there and voila because they just liked what I, what I was wearing um and then I went to Milano Pride I don't remember me sitting down and mm. just having a good time because people just wanted to take pictures they just liked what I wore mm. as much as also I've always wanted because so, long ago I wanted to be a designer but mm. I then saw the amount of work that comes into being a designer mm. and also I think I've never wanted to disappoint people because I think anything that has to do with service delivery, mm. you are going to disappoint people at some point. But I was, I had, I had that fear because mm. I'd seen how is it with the people that I'd worked with. Yeah. So I stopped. I said, okay, I can't do this. Mm. And then it came back again that, yeah, you need to do your own things. Friends would say, you need to start your own label. Yeah. But I knew that, you know, I can't just have another brand mm. it's it's need to me for me to have to, to have a meaning to have a purpose yes and then i realized how about actually if i have this mm. it's linked to pride first mm. let it be something that would be available during pride mm. but also let it be something that is going to help women like me yes you know that's yes. when then it came about this and let me yeah. do it yeah yes and here we are here we are um, it's 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 fashion with a purpose. Absolutely. Tell me how you even put it together and how it's just all the way different from all you know the collections that are out there with different designers. Because I think you're raising funds, as you mm, mentioned. Absolutely. Um, to do it as well. I think you know what, if the universe knows that you are doing this because of a reason, mm. ideas will pop in your mind. Ideas will happen the right way. The right. Things will happen because yeah. you're doing it for the right reasons. Mm. You know, um, for me, it didn't even take me long to think, why should I have, you know, that? Because I knew why a, a, a should trans people have access to hormones. Because unfortunately, if you, you know, hormones, the truth is they save lives. Mm. There are many trans people that go into depression because they can't, you know, have access to hormones. Mm. And me having come from that space where I, 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 there was a moment where I wondered, should the day I want to take hormones, where will I have them? Because at, at some point I didn't have the information, you know. So now that there are a lot of like young trans people that look up to me mm. when they check my post, they know where to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to assist with them actually having to find that th th that for me is really, really, really a blessing mm. and i always say i remember i was speaking the other day at Vetachari. i i said um for me i find that it, it's so sad that there are medications that are prioritized uh, whereas i believe that any medication should be a priority so it should be distributed it should be distributed equally to everybody because <laughs> yes. mm. i feel like if if you're going to uh distribute other things 20 percent and other 30 and other 50 that is like wrong mm. every other medication that that is out there it should be priority and distributed equally for sure uh, and that again should not be a conversation that we're having. But yet, Absolutely. even in 2022, we still have we're issues. Still having it. You're an international babe. Listen, <laughs> you're an international babe, and we've heard it straight from your mouth. What's coming up next? What can we look forward mm. to from Yaya? So I'm working on really, really things that are so exciting. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I'm, I've been in talk with a. People that I think we are cooking something really, really, really amazing. Okay. I think I have a big 2023, if I have to say so myself. Lovely. My 2023, 
I think starting from actually November, we're going to see like, you know, a lot of things that I'm, I'm, I'm doing. Okay. There's an amazing cover that I'm doing that I'm, I'm dropping. It's for October. September, yes, it's for October. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like truly, truly iconic cover Lovely. that I've been dreaming to be, to, to be on. Lovely. And, um, I think we're going to see a lot of work that I'm going to do abroad in 2023. And I'm super, super excited. Lovely. Yes. I didn't get the, the little scoop there, the little exclusive. <laughs> You know, run, walking on runways in New York, none of that. But we'll definitely, obviously, no, when the time is right, absolutely. just the scoop here Ab- first. Ab- absolutely. And I think, you know, I'm just like super excited on of how the universe is really placing me to the spaces that I've always dreamt of. Mm. You know, the things that I've always wanted to do. And I think being given an opportunity to change somebody's life mm-hmm. through my voice first, mm. for me, that is like something that means so much Mm -hmm. which means it tells me that they i can afford to change somebody's life monetary Mm. you know it won't be even a question of do you think yeah i can because i think the universe can see have seen that you know i'm 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 capable and 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 i want to do it right Mm. right i love that for you thank you so much for joining me Thank you. Ladies, gentlemen, whoever's listening to this, listen, you heard it here first. I told you I had a pioneer in the building. Yaya Mavundla. You have to definitely get that name right. Write it down at the back of your brain because once right. we're international. Listen, what, when we get next to Beyonce, please don't call us back. We'll be un- unavailable. Unavailable. Thank you so much for joining me again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, we have an award-winning trans- transgender activist, media personality, and fashion entrepreneur. You have to definitely follow her. She has a lot in store for you. Thank you so much, girl. Thank you.